and welcome to this week's podcast created for apprentice members of the Association of Apprentices. We use the podcast to provide you with an overview of the learning covered in our latest workshop and recap on the activities we set up for you. My name is Tina Harrigan-James and I'm the co-founder of Careers Collective. Today's workshop was focused on what makes you a great apprentice. It's part of a series which cover four different areas in support of your approach to the EPA, although the workshop is open to anybody on an apprenticeship. Just a reminder, something that we said beginning of every session, is that coaching is not therapy. We do not delve into the traumas of the past. And coaching is not mentoring. We do not say, this is what we did, why don't you try it? We will be talking about mentoring later on in this podcast. Coaches facilitate growth and development, and coaches believe you have all the answers inside yourself. So we know increasingly that mindset can be the key to unlock potential. And so we focused on mindset today under the title of what makes you a great apprentice. And one of the first things we did was share a quote from Chris Martin, the Coldplay lead singer, who, like many of us literally across the world over the last year to 18 months, has been reassessing and re-evaluating himself, his attitudes and his approach to life as a result of the pandemic. Having not been able to perform for over a year, he really had to think about what matters to him and how dependent he's been on the crowd to make him feel good about himself. What he's saying in interviews at the moment is that he's realised that the way he views himself and the world, his mindset, has to be right for him to feel well. He's identified a gratitude mindset and he says it's the best way to get out of a funk there is. So we use that quote to introduce the concept of mindset. We followed that up with a different quote from a man called Zig Ziglar, who was an American coach and motivational speaker. He's not alive anymore, but there's a coaching foundation in his name still run by his son. And the quote is, it's your attitude, not your aptitude, that determines your altitude. And we suggested a reflection activity to think about that quote, perhaps write it down. How does it apply to you? Do you identify with it or connect with it in any way? Do you have a similar worldview or a similar motivational quote that you use? This was actually the motto in the English department that I ran for a number of years. Time and time again, I found that perfectly capable students failed to reach their potential simply because they didn't have the right attitude or mindset. So how do you get the right attitude? What we did in the workshop today was explore a different range of mindsets to help you to identify one that you think suits you and also will help you become a great apprentice or enhance some of your qualities that you've already got. So the importance of looking at life in a productive and positive way and understanding what your mindset is, is huge. There will be some mindsets that are dominant because of your personality type or your life experience, for example, and then there'll be others you can bring in for specific situations. You can learn to use them, you can practice using them. And there are so many different types of mindset and plenty of overlap between the definitions. We've just got a short list that we shared with you in the workshop that I will go through with you now that will help you to be a great apprentice and a great employee. So the first mindset is called the infinite mindset. This is the idea that anything is possible. Somebody with this mindset tends to dream big. It's also known as the dreamer mindset, actually. You would have great vision and you'd be looking ahead and not backwards. So think about whether the infinite mindset is naturally a fit for you or whether it's something that you think you might need for this stage in your apprenticeship. The next one is the growth mindset. 
A person with this mindset thinks that effort is required to improve, and that includes making mistakes. So if you have this mindset, you, you don't think you're the complete perfect package yet. You challenge yourself, you aim to constantly improve, and you're likely to be good at goal setting. The next mindset that might be useful for you as you approach your EPA, or certainly at any point in your career, is the change mindset. With this mindset, you welcome change. Actually, it energises you. You don't want to be a, a stale slave to the status quo. You adapt quickly when change happens and you are unlikely to be thrown by something like a pandemic. The fourth mindset that we shared with you during the workshop today is the nature mindset. This is somebody who learns from how nature manages life, death, challenge and danger, for example. You're likely to like balance, yin and yang. You like to see everybody as a small part of something much larger. We all have a role to play that interconnects. Somebody with this mindset is able to keep perspective and work well within a team. So in the workshop, we talked about the fact that you can refer to mindsets when you're answering questions about how well you work in different environments. So if you are able to talk about your team working skills and link it to a nature mindset, that gives you a bit of extra for your answer. Then you've got the abundance mindset. This is also known as the gratitude mindset. This is the mindset that Chris Martin has identified in his, his time away from the stage. That means that you're grateful for what you have. You feel positive about what you've already achieved. Your glass is always half full. You're likely to be a humble and happy person. And you're the person who says yes, but when someone is perhaps focusing on the negative too much. You might also think that there are enough resources to solve problems and that all problems can be solved. Your mindset might help you to avoid a depressive state. One more uh, mindset to share with you, and that's solutions. So this is a person who looks for answers to the problems that they face rather than letting them overwhelm. You're able to empower yourself to take action and, and you tend to be a good leader with this mindset. So there are so many mindsets and we've only shared a few of them with you today in the workshop and just now in the podcast. But start to think about which mindsets you naturally gravitate towards. And an activity that we introduced to you today is to think about which of those mindsets you think you've used during your apprenticeship so far. When did you use them? How? Can you talk about it or reflect back over it? And if you're in a negative or restrictive mindset now, what are you going to do about it? And we'll go on and talk about goal setting in a minute. We also shared with you a list of questions that are designed to challenge and help you evaluate how close you are to becoming a great apprentice. We only have half an hour in the workshop series that we're putting on for you, so there isn't time to go through those questions and complete activities. So we've put them on our website for you to have a look through. And they cover things like um, whether you're aligned with the company values, so thinking about last week's workshop, when was the last time you checked? Are you results driven? Where are the hard facts that you need to present to prove that you're results driven? Things like resilience. This last year has been a fantastic opportunity to demonstrate resilience. So how have you done that? So there are, as I say, a list of questions on our website for you to have a look at to further your preparations for your EPA. Now, we said we'd help you with goal setting as part of today's workshop. So for the purposes of the workshop, because it's, we need to link it into mindset and to mindset linking into what makes you a great apprentice, we're going to focus on how you can transform a negative mindset to a positive one using a particular coaching approach to goal setting. 
So we are all capable of having a negative mindset about something. It might be a particular skill, a relationship, an event from our past or an aspect of our character. So the activity for you to try is to, to think about something, to identify something you've got a negative mindset about that you want to change. And this ideally would be related to work because we are focused on the EPA, for example. So we're going to work through an approach to setting a goal that helps you change that mindset. So don't set a goal just yet. So the key thing is that you want to change your mindset around this particular thing. If your mindset's actually a bit like a comfort blanket, your negative mindset that protects you from the challenge of working on yourself and you don't really want to let that go, it doesn't really matter how many goals you set. So the goal setting approach that we shared with you in the workshop today is called ICE. I-C-E, and that stands for intention, commitment and enthusiasm. So without each of these, the goal is unlikely to be reached. There are lots of different approaches to goal setting, but ICE is all about mindset. You might already have a goal around a negative mindset. Um, perhaps it's something you've wanted to improve for a while. And if so, you can test that goal against ICE. If not, just listen to the rationale behind the ICE approach so that you can use it effectively when you do set a goal. So thinking about intention, the I, one way of knowing whether you really have the intention to achieve a goal is when you decide to start making steps. If it's next week or next month or even later than that, then the chances are you probably aren't really going to see it through. So what you need to do is plan to begin immediately. What can you do straight away to demonstrate your commitment and enthusiasm to achieving your goal, to show intention? What's the first step? How does it feel to identify that step or action? And I've used the word feel because when you visualise yourself achieving your goal, you should have a positive feeling. So going back to the E in ice, the enthusiasm, you should feel joy, enthusiasm or excitement at the idea of achieving that goal that you're setting yourself. You should want to commit to get there to experience that feeling. If imagining the fulfilment of that goal brings you no positive emotion, then perhaps it's not the right goal. So using ICE, which we have also put on the web page for you, try to set yourself a goal around a negative mindset that you might have over a particular issue that's related to work, ideally, as a follow-up to this workshop. Now, during the workshop, we also discussed mentoring. Um, we didn't have time to go through mentoring in huge amount of detail, but we did recommend to you that finding and securing a mentor is a really good way of becoming a great apprentice. So a quick overview of mentoring, we'll put some more information on the web page. So you identify and approach somebody who's got more seniority in some way that you do. They might be more experienced in the business or sector you work in or might have more qualifications. Um, it can be somebody you're already connected to or someone you connect with for the purpose of asking them to mentor you. Um, putting a message out on LinkedIn saying, hey, everyone, I want a mentor is no good. It's too random and impersonal. The mentor will want to be picked. And just approaching someone cold and asking them straight out is also unlikely to be successful. You need to build up some kind of rapport first. We mentioned mentoring at the start of the podcast. It's not like coaching. The mentor will share their success stories and challenges in order to guide and teach you. They will make suggestions and introductions and they will want you to take on board some of their ideas. The relationship between yourself and the mentor is professional and semi-formal and it should have a general time frame. 
Now, the goal setting feeds into the mentoring because what you might want to do is select a mentor that will help you to achieve the particular goal you've set around improving a particular negative mindset around a particular aspect of your work. So hopefully you can see how all of the elements of the workshop today link together to move you forward to becoming a great apprentice. So I'm going to sign off there because I, I know I've been talking for about 12 minutes now and that's probably enough. One more tip for you is thinking about the great apprentice again. Perhaps go back to the original job description or advert for your role or if it's still advertised. What does the company still want? Looking back to that job description and advert, do you still fit the bill? Have you exceeded the remit? That's a question you can ask yourself that will help you approach your EPA with confidence. So as I said before, we'll be putting some more resources and activities on our website. So keep visiting the website. We've got a page dedicated for use by apprentices. Um, and we look forward to presenting the last of this series of workshops to you next Monday, same time, 12.30. In the meantime, take care.